Ever wonder what separates cloud innovators? Find out. Download the Deloitte U.S. Future of Cloud Survey Report, closing the cloud strategy, technology, and innovation gap at Deloitte.com slash U.S. slash cloud survey. Deloitte. Reach new career heights with University of Maryland's Robert H. Smith School of Business. Flexible MBA and MS options. GMAT and GRE not required. Learn more at go.umd.edu slash smithschool. University of Maryland Smith School of Business. Inspired, fearless, unstoppable. This. Anybody who knows me knows I was cocky out of the womb. <laughs> it's early break with Zip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It is that time on a Wednesday where we would talk to Husker Online's Sean Callahan. Sean, good morning. Yesterday, of course, the news, well, there's lots of news, some news, but we'll talk first about Adrian Martinez was talking on his Athletes Unfiltered podcast about a variety of things, including uh, the extent of his jaw injury, the broken jaw, which he suffered against Michigan State. The news that it was broken came out about a month and a half later uh, during the Ohio State broadcast by Gus Johnson and then confirmed by... Scott Frost, Adrian was not exactly was not happy with how this is broken. But Sean, I mean, I guess you look at it at the media side. This was a month plus later. Um, obviously, you want to be sensitive to Adrian Martinez, but what are your thoughts on ex- exactly Adrian's thoughts from yesterday and the extent of of how the injury was revealed eventually? You know, I I think the injury itself it was kind of known for a while. He was battling something. I mean, he, he left the Michigan State game. Um, and came back into that game, um, and you know, and he played. He got playing, um, but you knew that um, you know something caused him to leave that game, and it wasn't a concussion because he wouldn't have been back in the game right. if he had a concussion. And you could just tell at that time it was a jaw injury. Um, you know, if you go on message boards and back channel talk radio discussions, I mean, I, I think the discussion of this jaw was was going on for a while. It just never was officially confirmed um, by the university. Um, but it, it was out there. I don't, I don't think it. I think now we're kind of like, oh my god, I can't believe they said that. But I, I, I think there there are people that knew about this for quite a while. If you truly were somebody that followed what was going on, yep. Sean Callahan joins us from HuskerOnline.com. dot com. Sean, did we know? Did you know? Did people know there were six screws in his gum? And that I mean, was... I knew from JoJo, but I, I didn't obviously report it. You know, okay. we talk about stuff off the air. Um, you know, during the show, I mean, I know he kind of once kind of muttered to me like, yeah, because I'm pretty sure Adrian's been eating out of the straw for several weeks. Yeah. Uh, but that wasn't something I was going to share as reporting information because it was confidential at that time. Sean, um, Sean, you're a big state guy. South, oh boy, a uh, big state guy. Would you ever consider grounding up a steak in a blender? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that would be tough, but I, I could see, you know, like his, the protein that you need for your body, um, how hard that would be. I'd be curious what his body weight did and his strength did over the course, you know, because I had my wisdom teeth removed over a year ago. Yeah. And I remember just over a week uh-huh. where you couldn't have any food. Yeah. And and that was tough. I mean, was the it? guy dropped 10 pounds in a week. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, it would get it would suck. Yeah, all liquid I diet. Just can't imagine drinking a steak. Yeah, I would lay around dreaming about steak if that were if I was in that situation. 
that, right? That would not be fun. You would no. fantasize about eating a oh, steak. The only thing you could eat, I remember, was like Popeye's chicken mashed potatoes was like oh. like, a, like the, the best thing you could get practically just because you, know, you couldn't chew anything. <laughs> Join my Husker line, Sean Kelly. And Sean, we're 12 days away from the start of uh, fall. Of, uh, sorry, uh, spring camp for Nebraska football. I'm, I'm curious. There's a lot of storylines out there for the spring. Is, is there one out there? Is it as simple as Casey Thompson for Nebraska? Is, what is to you is the, is the number one storyline for the spring for Nebraska football? It's the quarterbacks. It's Whipple. Um, it's, it's this offense and the new offensive staff hires. You know what that's going to look like, um, you know, installing that this spring. Um, I don't know if we're going to get a clear picture of some of the other positions. I mean, you look at running back, A.J. Allen's not here. Uh, Gabe Urban won't go through spring. Um, I'm excited about receiver. Um, I, I think what they've added, um, you know, with Trey Palmer and Isaiah Garcia Castaneda, those two guys uh, can really shake it up, along with Mickey Joseph. Um, at tight end, we're not going to get a good feel because Vocal X out, but we'll get a great feel for for um, Thomas Fedoni. And uh, I think Chris Hickman's another guy um, that can emerge. On the O-line, without those tackles, you know, it, it, and then maybe even a transfer portal addition they, they're trying to add right now, um, Steen from um, Vanderbilt. Okay. You know, it's it's hard to say where that goes. Defensive line's the same way right now. You look at that group, um, you know, they've got a good core of guys returning, but they still probably need to get one more piece from the portal. The secondary is going to be interesting. There's a lot of talent there. Uh, Omar Brown won't go through spring. Um, so you won't get a look at him. Um, but, you know, Tommy Hill, Marquise Buford, Deshaun Singleton, Javier Morton. I mean, there's a lot of new blood back there, too, this spring. Sean Callahan joins us from HuskerOnline.com. <clears throat> Excuse me, Sean. Sean, it's now, my perception is Mickey Joseph, the new receivers coach, has sort of taken the fan base by storm. He's captivated it, it seems like. you got to – you got kind of a first-hand look at that uh, last week at, at an event at St. Michael's that you you helped put on. What's it look like to you? What's that picture look like to you, the Mickey Joseph picture right now? Well, there's very few people that could fill a room of over 400 people coming off of a 3-9 football season, and Mickey Joseph did. I mean, people came out in full force, standing room only for the most part, to see Mickey Joseph and hear him, him, to hear him talk. and. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes a place like Nebraska unique. They're not doing that at very many other places. Nope. Um, and, you know, it's it's why this place is so special. I think even, you know, some players are there. Just when guys see that, they're just like, wow. Like, this is – Nebraska fans are at a different level. But, yeah, his confidence and swagger, mm-hmm. um, you know, for a guy, he started one year at Nebraska. But, I mean, him coming back, I mean, you would have thought this was Scott Frost or, you know <laughs> – Eric Crouch or somebody come. I mean, people really, really were excited about Mickey and him coming back and his confidence and what he's brought. Um, you know, there were multiple times where after he said something, the place like broke out in applause, almost kind of like a politician giving a speech at a rally or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like what? What did he say that elicited that sort of reaction, Sean? Um, he made one comment on it um, about former players. Oh, yeah. Um, being a problem and and he, and he goes look he goes i've uh we've told those guys and um you know like stop talking like if you don't got something good to say about nebraska right now as a former player don't talk it's hurting us and i go how did you tell him that he goes i called him myself and i told him 
and then like everybody's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. But that Sean, that vignette is really interesting. That he took the bull by the horns and what sort of an awkward conversation, you know, you know, having to kind of tell those there's a you know there's a group a lot of people know who we're talking about that continually tries to sort of undercut the coaches the coach frost in particular and it gets a little old and it sounds like mickey had enough of it right yeah so i mean they're there and then you know he made a comment about uh um there are three teams that are getting too comfortable coming in nebraska to recruit right now iowa wisconsin and minnesota and he said, "We we gotta we gotta get it back to where they're not comfortable coming in this state." And mm-hmm. you know that obviously led to a big applause too. Yeah, Mickey's Mickey has people's attention. Joined by Sean Callahan. Sean, you mentioned uh, one guy from the portal, but in terms of going forward, you know, is, is is there steam behind some guys and the potential for Nebraska to land a couple more guys out of there? Well, there's two right now. I mean, I would call live targets. Okay. Um, Tyler Steen from Vanderbilt, the, the, he was the starting left tackle for the last three years. He played 2,200 snaps of football. Tyler? Um, uh, I believe it's Tyler. I, Trevor Steen's the last name from Steen. Vanderbilt. Not, okay. I don't have my notes. but And then uh, uh, Mathis, the um, edge rusher from TCU, okay. is set to name a top five. I, I can. Both guys are in conversation with Nebraska right now. I know that. Hmm. So... We'll see where it goes. I mean, they're they're, gonna, they're probably in conversations with multiple teams, um, but I, I think you know the pat. You know, he, you're talking about one of the better tackle bodies and one of the better pass rushers right now available. Now, a new crop of players will become available in May and April. It, what will that look like? That's what we don't know. Um, but those are the two guys, and you know, I think there's active conversation going on as we speak. How much of that is an NIL conversation, Sean? Name, image, likeness. You know, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I would hate to speculate um, on on that, but I, I think it's a factor with any guy right now. I, I think any guy making a decision around the country is looking into that stuff, researching opportunities wherever he goes. You know, what type of opportunities maybe other players have gotten that have gone to that school. I mean, you can't, like we've talked about, use NIL as pay for play. I know it's, that's how it's being perceived, but. You can't say if you come here, you'll get this, this, and this. Like it's, it, it. I know that's how people think it is, but um, technically, that's against the spirit of what the rules meant to be. Um, so yeah, it, but I, I think guys obviously are smart enough to look into it and, and say, "Wow, the school is going to offer guys pretty good opportunities if I go there." Can't you present them with parameters of this? Is I think you, you can. Um, the, the, no, the coaches can't. Let me get this straight. The coaches can't. Right, but ABM um, can. Yeah, ABM or collective companies around the country or whoever mm-hmm. can at least say, you know, if players, you know, if, if a player came to, a, you know, a player like this at our school yes. has these type of opportunities. Yes. I mean, it, it's got to be very broad, I think, when you, when you discuss, exactly. um, you know, this is what we've done, been able to do for guys at our school. Um, so far and you know the opportunities that they have and how we do it and what they do and um, but you can't say like you'll get this this and this like it's cannot be pay for play um and in those exact terms got it thank you sean sean always good stuff thanks for the time we will chat with you again next week all right guys thanks good stuff husker online good sean knowledge Callahan. 
good knowledge. <laughs> I like that. Live targets. There's there's a couple That's live targets. Thing to think about. Yeah. There's live targets. There's a left tackle at Vandy and a pass rusher at TCU. Those are the live targets. Um, makes sense. I guarantee you they're they're looking for a D lineman. Guarantee you they're looking for another offensive lineman, and they're looking for a pass rusher. Guarantee it. That's what that's what's happening. As as they got to get a D lineman, probably. Too. Yeah, they got to get a D lineman. Not the rest of the nation, but yeah, a, lot a, a lot of teams. A lot yeah. of teams. <laughs> two and thirds. Yeah. Two thirds yeah, of maybe. the nation. D lineman. They got to get. They, I'm telling you, Jake. They need a D lineman too. I, I don't deny a that. A veteran. They need it badly. A veteran. He's somebody there. Song of the Day and the Mailbag is up next on Early Break on the Ticket.